Do you have to be malaschar or not? This was a shayla that was supposed to be presented to Rav Huna, to the shayla of the Gemara before. While this was going on, Rav Huna was nifter. So they couldn't ask him the shayla. So Rabbi Rav Huna responded to the shayla. He quoted his father Rav Huna. This is what Rabbi Mari said, Mishmei the Rav. Rav Huna was a Talmud of Rav. You do not have to be malaschar. That was Rav's psaq. Zenenzalichaser is potter. That's the number one that he quoted in the name of Rav. And that seems like we passed like this. Another thing that he said is if someone rents a house from Ruvain, he has to pay Shimon. Now, why in the world would you have to pay Shimon if you rented a house from Ruvain? Shimon, my Avidate, where does Shimon come in? You rented the house from Ruvain. Why do you have to pay Shimon? Hachikama. This is the this is the case that was Rav was referring to. Nimsub Habayis Shol Shimon. You rented a house from Ruvain, and it ended up being that the bias belonged to Shimon. There was a mis the misrepresentation of who owned the house. So the halacha is Malaleischar. Then you have to pay Shimon money, which is interesting. Why do you have to pay Shimon money? You rented a house from Ruvain. You have to pay Shimon. Shimon had no idea what was going on over here. This is the same case of a person that lives in someone's chutz or shleimidaite. Why in the world would you have to pay schar l'shimin? You're telling me you're telling me zenev zalachaser is pater. So why, if you find out that it's shimin's house that you have l'chayra, it seems to be that you have to pay money. These two dinamars to to each other. This is a case where it's meant to be rented out. This house of shimin was meant to be rented out, and therefore. It's Zeh Chaser, because he wanted, he was supposed to rent it out. So Mela, Zeh, Nenev, Zeh Chaser, there everybody agrees, Yerchayef, and that's the Pshat in, the, in Rav's Din. So B'Kitzur Rav Paskin, Zeh, 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 the Zeh, Loi Chaser is Potter, Zeh, Nenev, Zeh Chaser, everybody agrees it's Chayef. Still, Lamai says it's considered a Chaser. A house that is meant to be rented out is considered a Chaser. Huh? No, he was renting, he was going to rent it out, he didn't have you were living there. He was planning on renting it out. Shimon was renting it out. It was a chutz of the Kaimalagr. And he didn't know. You moved into his house without knowing about it. That's considered that as a chutzah. If it's something that's mo- when you rent out your house, that means this is money to you. This is real money. When you're not renting out your house, it's just a house. So this guy's not as a chutzah. But if there's money there, it's considered a chutzah. No, the Gemara doesn't say. Even if he did, he has, he's mochayv to pay Shimon. Paying Reuben is a waste of time because it doesn't belong to Reuben. He has to pay Shimon. No, no, no. He, he didn't know it belonged to Shimon. He didn't know it belonged. No one, they, they didn't know it belonged to, belonged to Shimon. Shimon knew he owned it. Shimon was renting it out. It manami a similar din. Amar Avchiber Avin Amar Av. V'amir Lo Amar Avchiber Avin Amar Av Huna. Hadar Bechatz Chaveish Lemi Daitoi. Ain't Sarech Lahalis Leischar. Din number one. V'asayicher Bayis Bnei Ha'ir. A person rents a house from the Bnei Ha'ir. Malaschar Lebaylim. He has to pay the Baylim. Baylim Mayavidatayu. What does it mean the Baylim? Which Baylim are we referring to? Which Baylim? Same case, and you found out that there is a bailim here. You have to pay the bailim money, similar to the case that you found out who owned the house. We just said before, same If it's meant to be rented out, it's considered and therefore the halacha is you have to pay money. So the Gemara says, if it's loy chaser, you don't have to pay. If it's chaser, you do have to pay. 
He says the reason why you don't have to pay money. It's not as simple as we thought before because stop. No, he says a reason why you're potter. Because the Pasuk says as follows. It's a Pasuk in Yeshaya. That the Shadim destroy the gates. They destroy houses. When Shadim hang around in houses, they destroy it. So when you live in the house, you drive away the Shadim. So therefore you're giving Hana to the Bailim. And that's why you are potter. That is Rav's Svar. That means even though Zenev, even though you're Zenev, really you're being Nana. But since you are being Mahana, the Bailim, so therefore the Allah is you do not have to pay money. That's Rav Svar. Omar Bravashi, a different uh, well no Mabash explains it. I saw this shade that hangs around empty houses and it gores like a shark. Because it could be mazik the house. So male an empty uh, an empty house, a haunted house is taco haunted. Because Shaden hang out in empty empty houses, so merely being mahana him by living there. Rabbi, huh? Yes. No. Yeah. Lachayef. There wouldn't be a house. Look at what I'm saying. I'm Rabbi Yisuf Amar Beisam Yasve Yasev. Rabbi Yisuf says a difference. Far when you live in a house, you fix up all the things that go wrong in the house. You see a hole, you fix it up. So the kids are another reason why you're giving hana to the owner, either because you're preventing Shaden from moving in. Or because you fix up the house. My benai, what's enough, Kamina? If the Balabayas was using wood and tevin in the house. So Mela, this guy, and someone moved into this house that the Balabayas was using. So he's not enhancing, he's not helping him with the shadim because the Balabayas was using it anyway for wood. So there was no shadim there. But he is helping out in fixing up the house, because if it's a storage house on your part, you're not going to fix it up too much. Mm-hmm. But if it's a, if you're living there really, you're going to fix it up, so therefore it's considered Hana. But the kids say, this is Rav Svara, that Zen and Chaser is Pater, because there is always an enhancement that you're doing to the owner, either for Shadim or for enhancing the house. With a, I guess at that time he wasn't. Generally he used it, at that time he wasn't. Yeah, if he, would, if he would be using it and you prevent him from using it, that would be a chas yeah. Oh. Correct. That's the comes out from Rav, yes. There was a person that built a palace on the ashpa that belonged to Yusayimim, which seems to have no, no, no chaser. It's an ashpa, it's a garbage. Rav Nachman collected, he took away the palace from him. Because he held the old money to the assignment. Does Rav Nachman hold that someone that lives in somebody's house needs to pay money? So he went, no, this is different. Originally, there were people called Karmanoi that lived in this place. They paid money to the assignment for hanging out on their garbage dump. And then this fellow built a house on that spot. So basically, Yosef had been making money on this house, on this garbage. Nachman said, Zil asked me, go pay off the Yosef. He didn't pay attention to what Nachman said. So what do you do if they don't pay attention? There's no choice. That's the only language these people understand. And Amela, he took away the Apadna, but really there is no Raya regarding the shadow of Zen of Zalachas. If someone's going to ask you on a test, Zen of Zalachas, it's a Machlaikis. Amiroim Rav's Shita is your potter, 
And the Gemara says two reasons for Rav, because there is a benefit when you're living in somebody else's house. The next case in the Mishnah was, Kate said, Mishalemis Mashanenis. What's the case that you pay Mashanenis? And the Mishnah gave examples that the animal ate on the side of the street is not considered Rishasarabim. In the street is considered Rishasarabim. So the discussion is going to be now what does it mean that the animal ate from the side of the street? Does it mean that the animal is sitting in the middle of the street and he turned his head and he ate from the side of the street? Is that Potter because the mice say he ate from the side of the street? Or do we say, no, since the Maisa is standing in the Rishas Rabbim, even though he stuck his head into Rishas Yachid, the Maisa, he is still going to be potter. That's going to be Machleikis Amirah. What's the case that the animal eats from the side of the street that he's chayef? What's the case? Amirah of Machzeres. Rav says, we're talking about he was standing in Rishas Rabbim, and he turned his head to Rishas Yachid, or to the side, and he ate, even though he's standing in Rishas Rabbim, but since the Hezek took place in Rishas Yachid, he is chayef. That's Rav Shita. Shmuel says, even if you turn your head, you're potter, because you're standing in Rishas Rabbim, you're potter. According to Shmuel, how is it possible that you should be chayev? If you're telling me if you turn your head, you're potter, how is it possible that you're chayev? You left the street. She turned off the main, the beaten path, and she went in, see there, then taka, you'll be chayev. But according to Shmuel, if an animal is standing in Rishas Rabbim, sticks its head into Rishas Yachid, the Allah is, you are going to be potter because the animal is in Rishas Rabbim, and therefore you're potter. According to Rav, we go after where the mouth is, and since the mouth is in Rishas Rabbim, in Rishas Yachid, therefore you're going to be chayev. You say, you say this to Kamachlagas. Some say this memra as an as a in, independent memra. Machzeres, if an animal turns its head, rather machayeves u'shmuel amar ptura, an independent case, independent machlag. It's nothing to do with the mishnah. Ule shmuel mishalem esmashezik eichem eshkachaslo. According to shmuel, how is it possible that you should pay mashezik? I mean, how is it possible it should be? How is it possible? It left the Rishas Rabbim. The Oslo come and see the Rishas and it stood in the in the Rishas Yachid. It stood on the side of the Rishas Rabbim. So if you say this to Kamachlekes, do you have to actually stand in the Rishas Yachid? As long as you stick your head in, you're going to be chayv. Maser Nachem Yitzchak. Mi Pesach Hachanos. The Mishnah said a case, if it eats from the entrance of the Chanos, Mishalem is Mashanenis, you pay Mashanenis, because the entrance of the Chanos is considered Shusarab. Hey, Chimesh Kachasla, how does it eat from the entrance of the Chanos? Pshita b'machzeres, how did it get it there? Obviously, it turned its head. They call Mar Mashanenis. Mashanenis said, Mashazikaloi. The Gemara is assuming it only pays Mashanenis, it does not pay Mashahazika. So the Chaya, it's a case of. Uh, of Machzeres, L'chayir, L'chayir turned its head and it ate from this entrance of the Chanos. L'chayir, you see, pay Mashananis. L'chayir, how is it, L'chayir, the case had to be Machzeres. So L'chayir, how is it possible? L'chayir, why would you pay Mashananis? L'chayir, according to Shmuel Shita, you should pay, uh, you should, uh, according to Rav Shita, you should pay Mashazika. So the Malay, who Maisvlavu Mefarikla, the Kaima Bekaren Zavis. The story was that the place was in a Karen Zavis. This Chanos was in a Karen Zavis. So, Mela, it's not a Machzeres. It's Mamish like in the middle of the street. The Gemara assumes that the entrance of the Chanos is not in the middle of the street. So, the Gemara, no, it's Mamish, but Mamish at the corner. So, it's made basically in the middle of the street. So, the animal's not really turning its head. So, if it's not turning its head, everybody would agree that you're going to eat part of that's considered Rishas This is the first Lashin of the Gemara. According to Rav, if you turn your head, the Allah is, 
You're pot, you're, you're chayev, according to Shmuel, you're going to be potter. It's another lashin. Everybody agrees if the animal turns its head, you're chayev. Why? Because you turn you turned your head to Rosh Hashayachid or to something equivalent to Rosh Hashayachid, and they you're chayev, even though the animal's standing Rosh Hashayachid. Kipligi, we as the Machlaikis Rav and Shmuel, an interesting case. This is an interesting case which we're going to have later in Baba Kama. Let's say a guy had a place that used to be his Rishos, and he pulled back his Rishos, and he left it open for Rishos Rabin. So now, technically, people walk in his Rishos. But Lamaisa, it, it belongs to him technically, but it is, it's, it became like part of Rishos Rabin. The question is, what is the status of this place? Everybody could go there. It's standard that people go there. But Lamaisa, technically, it says Rishos. I think Moses explained what the Shaila is. The only time that you're Chayev is if you turn, the animal turns its head, then you're going to be Chayev because it turns its head to a regular Rishos Yachad, to something that was private. But if you pull back your Rishos and you leave a little bit of your Rishos open to Rishos Rabim, that is considered open territory. And if the animal eats there, it's Potter. Even though technically it's a Rishos, but it's open territory. Anybody goes there and therefore you're Potter. What do you want the guy to do? How should he stop his animal? And mainly you're Potter. He holds, even if you pull back, you're responsible for the, the bowel of the animal is responsible for hezek that takes place in this area. So the question is, that you say this to Kishayla, when you have a place that really belongs to you and you pulled back and allowed it to be trampled by Rishasarabim, what's the status of this place? The Gemara is assuming it's a machlaikis, Rav and Shmuel, Rav holds your pater, it's like Rishasarabim, and Shmuel holds your chayv. So the Gemara wants to say that it's tali in a different machlaikis. Let's say, this is a sugi we're going to have later. Bazar Hashem and Reb Yitzchak. If you're going to be here for Meseches, for Perak, you will be here for the Gishmak of Perak. It's really a Mesechta. It's an Indian for itself. You say this to Gazachin, but over there, there's a big discussion if a guy dug a bar in his Rishos, a guy digs a bar in his Rishos, and then he's Mafkir his Rishos. But he wasn't mafkir the bar. What do you say to such a case? A guy dug a bar in his shus, and everything belonged to him. And then he was mafkir his shus. His bar still belongs to him. So he was mafkir his shus. He wasn't mafkir the bar. So there's a machlaikas of Ishmael and Akiva if he's chayev or not. So what does that have to do with us? Sigmar's so make an assumption like this. Rav Adamar Potter, Rav that says over here the animal that eats in this place that really belongs to you, and then you left it for Shusar Abim, Rav holds your potter, he holds Kasavar Barber Shusay Chayev. He holds, in this case, where you dug a bar, and then you left it for Shusar Abim, you're responsible to pay. So Mela, what does it have to do with us? So Rashi says, Alamdas says, that when you, if you leave Paris there, it's like a bar. You're leaving Paris, an animal could trip on these Paris, so it's like you're leaving a bar, and a male bar, and he holds bar bishusay is chayef, and therefore the halacha is anybody that leaves something that's mazik rishusarabim, you're allowed to take it. If you leave a bar in rishusarabim, anybody could take it. So male, that's why the animal is potter. Mamisha, that's a rashi lizigma. Mamisha shtikotayim. Since Rav holds bar bishusay is chayef, so male, this is like a bar bishusay because you you pulled back. 
It used to be yours. You pulled back. So now it's a barbecue, right? Since you're chayev to pay for the damage that these fruit produce, mimela, the animal's allowed to go eat the fruit because it's hefker. Anything which is a bar is considered hefker. That's what Rashi learns the machlaikis. Other Rishayim disagree. That's what Rashi learns the machlaikis. Shmuel, damer chayev. Shmuel that says it's animal's chayev. Kosava barbecue, say potter. He holds, in the case we had a bar in your rishos, your taka potter. Memela, it's not considered a mazik. So therefore, if the animal eats there, he's chayev. Because really, technically, it's your rishos. So you know, the animal eats there, he is chayev. This is an interesting way. That's how Rashi learns the machlaikis in the Gemara. No, no shaykhis, the two sukis. We're going to see later what the svaras are, what the sukim are. Just the Gemara says, no shaykhis to that sukkah. Really, everybody agrees that a bar that was in your shos is pater. We'll see. Svaras, sukim, we'll see later why you're pater. What does it have to do with Agamar? What's Pshad and Agamar? Vishani the the guy says, you have no right to put your Paris basically in Rishasarabim and then expect my shah is not going to eat. What do you expect? You're, being, you're making your makim a makim of Rishasarabim and then all of a sudden you decide that nobody's allowed to walk there. Trainers can cut. If you're putting your fruit in front of the animal, the animal will eat. So, Mel, that's why Rav holds your potter. Maybe Shmuel really holds usually Barbish Shusei is Chayev. We're going to see later this verse. But the point that is no Shaykh is Tagamar. What's the Pshat? The reason why you're responsible if the animal falls into a Barbish Shusei is because the animal maybe didn't pay attention. The animal fell into the bar. You're responsible. You're, you're digging a bar basically in a, in a place of a Shusarab. So Mela, the animal didn't have. Alaparis me, kalamema lavadaite. The animal accidentally bumped into the paris. There's no lavadaite. Hachazilu. It's clear. It's open. The animal shouldn't have eaten. And emela, it's something that's clear. Rashi's logic, the way Rashi goes with the Gemara is that the halacha is a bar, an animal cannot see. A bar is dug in the ground, an animal cannot see. But if you leave paris, in this area, so Mela, the animal should have seen it. It was clear cut. The animal should have seen it. Now, now this Rashi explains, even though if a guy leaves items in Rishasarabim, it's considered a bar. We had that to Homosechta. That's only in a place of where the guy has no Rishus to leave his item there. Meaning, if I walk into Rishasarabim and I leave fruit in Rishasarabim, I have no Rishus to leave the fruit there. So Mela, I'm responsible if something happens. But let's say it's my Rishus, really. And I'm pulling back to Rishos. I'm, pu- I'm leaving this Rishos open to Rishos Rabbim. So there I do have Rishos to leave the fruit there because it was really my Rishos. So Mela, there, the, the, the Shar should have looked out and made sure it didn't fall on my bears. See, you should, when you dig a bar, Zok Shmuel, Avada, you're going to be chayv. Because how's the, no one can see the bar. It's underground. No one can see the bar. They can't see it. And therefore, you're going to be chayv. But if you leave fruit, that's something the, uh, the, pers- the animal or the person should have seen. The animal should have seen. We're going to see about that person later. The animal should have seen. So, Mela, this is all Rashi Shita. Mela, Zok Rashi, Zok Rashi in the Gemara, that that's why in this case, Shmuel would agree that the Paris it would not be considered a bar, and since it's not considered a bar, if the animal eats it, it's chayev. So according to Rashi, the whole sugi of the Gemara is, are these pears considered a bar? If they're considered a bar, then you're potter. If the pears are not considered a bar, then you're chayev. So Mela, since the guy should have looked out, so it's not considered a bar, and a Mela, the halacha is your chayev. So usually we don't say that's far because you have no right to leave whatever you want in Mishas Rab. But this is something that belongs to you. You have a right to leave Paris here. So I have the man. If I dig a hole, 
what do you expect? The animal's not going to see it. But if you put Paris out, it's your responsibility. You want, you're walking on my property, technically. So you've got to look out, make sure there's no... But there's no uh, yeah, I mean, at least I'm not responsible. Since it's my resource, I have a, I have a right to leave Paris. I'm not responsible if an animal chips on the Paris. Lema Machzeres Tanoihi. The other Yishayim disagree. We're going to go to Rashi Shita. Lema Machzeres Tanoihi. Let's say this dinner Machzeres is a Machlaikis Tanoim. Titania, again, this Machlaikis Rav and Shmuel. If an animal turns its head, are you Chayiv or Potter? Titania. Ach, let me if it eats in the middle of the street, that's a shusarabim, you're pot, you only pay mashinanis. From the side of the street, hold that you pay, if it's on the side of the rechava, you pay mashinanis. That seems to be the case in the Mishnah. It's considered like Rishasriachet, you pay mashinanis. Rabbi Yais and Rabbi Lazar say a cryptic term. An animal doesn't usually eat, it walks. So what's Rabbi Yehoshua coming to add? Rabbi Yehoshua coming to add? The Chaya, Rabbi Yehoshua coming to add? Chaya, Rabbi Yehoshua saying the same thing as Tanakama? The Chaya, an animal? What Chaya, Rabbi Yehoshua meant to say, that, we're, that he's coming to say a, 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 a case of Sidei Harachava, it's not normal for the animal to sit and eat in Sidei Harachava, and therefore you're Chayev. Yechayev on Sidei Harachav. That's the Chav. Yehissi says it's not normal for an animal to eat. The animal should have just walked. What's Yehissi coming to say? To the Gemara, I thought Yehissi is coming to say that if the animal eats in Sidei Harachav, it shouldn't have eaten in Sidei Harachav. Animals should just be walking. They shouldn't be busy with Sidei Harachav. Memele Yechayev. So the Chayev is the same as Tanakam. Rabbi Yehissi says Yechayev. And the Rabbi Yehuda, and, and Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda say Yechayev. So the Chayev was an Avkamina. Obviously. Ela Machzara, Sikamina'yu. Obviously, the nafkamina is, we're talking about a specific case that the animal turned its head. Tanakama says, if it turns its head, it's considered a shusarabim, and you pay mashinanis. Rabbi Yaisi, some or no? Rabbi Yaisi says, it's not normal for an animal, in a case where it turns its head, since it's not normal for an animal to turn its head, it's considered a shusarabim, and a male yachayv, Regular Masha So the Gemara thought the only way to explain the Machlaikis, Rabbi Yaisi, and Rabbi Yehuda is in a case of Machzeres. If the animal turns its head, then we look at it as if you're turning your head to Rishus HaYachid. That's a Yaisi Shita. Since it's strange, the animal should be walking. The animal shouldn't be turning its head. But, and the Tanakhama says, no, since the mice is standing with Shusharabim, the Allah is your Pater. So the Gemara is In the case of Machzeres, Everybody agrees, either Rav or Shmuel. There's no machlaikis if it's, if it's, in the case of machzeres, there's no machlaikis, either they hold like Rav or Shmuel. We're not taking sides. What's the machlaikis? Over here, the machlaikis is, what does the Pasuk mean, We always said, is coming to say, if you eat, you're potter. It's only in Rishos HaNizik that you're chayev. In Rishos HaRabim, you're always part. That's what we always said in the entire Masechta. Now the Gemara is going to say, Atzad, Mar Savar O'Bir B'Steyachem V'Lai B'Shos HaRabim. One Shita holds, B'Ir B'Steyachem means that you're potter in Rishos HaRabim. That's what you would be potter in Rishos HaRabim. Umar Savar B'Ir B'Steyachem V'Lai B'Shos HaMazik. 
Rabbi Yaisi holds that beer bistiach is not coming to exclude Shusrabim. Avade, if an animal eats from Shusrabim, you're chayev. An animal doesn't belong eating. An animal should be walking. He shouldn't be eating. If an animal eats from Shusrabim, Rabbi Yaisi's shita is your chayev. Again, we're trying to explain what's the machlaikis, Rabbi Yud and Rabbi Yaisi. So the Gemara so far wanted to say the machlaikis is if it turns its head. So the Gemara, that's not the machlaikis. The machlaikis is if you're chayev, if the animal eats from Shusrabim, According to the Tanakhama, you're a potter. According to Yehuda, you're a potter. Like we said in the Holmes Echta. According to Yehuda, no. Ubiyah b'steyacher is not coming to exclude Rishos Rabin because animals in Rishos Rabin do not belong eating. They belong walking. Just keep walking. Don't eat. So rather, it's coming to exclude Rishos Amazik. If the animal walks into the, meaning if the Paris are brought into the animals Rishos, into the Mazik Rishos, you bring Paris into my Rishos. You have no right to do that. And then my animal eats it up. That's what the Pasuk means, that I'm going to be Pater. But if you eat him, it's just According to Rabbi Yaisi, Avada, you'll be chayv. That's the Gemara's assuming the Machlaikis. It's a big Chiddush. We never had such a tzad, but that's the Gemara's assuming. The Machlaikis is if you chayv, it's just Rabbim. You don't need a Pasuk to tell you you're Pater and Rishus Hamazik. Leima Perech Rishusi. My boy, tell him, what are you doing in my Rishus with your Paris? I never invited you into my Rishus with your Paris. You don't need a Pasuk to exclude Rishus Hamazik. You walk into my Rishus with your Paris. Of course, I'm a Chayv. No one asked you to put your Rishus in my Paris. So no one asked you to put your Paris in my Rishus. You have no right to put Paris in my Rishus. So that can't be what the Pasuk is coming to say. So again, the what's the Machlaikis, Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Yehuda, it seems to be Shver Machlaikis, Rabbi Yehuda says, see there, Rabbi Yaisi says a statement that an animal usually walks, an animal doesn't eat. What's Rabbi Yaisi coming to add? Allah de Ilfa, The Nafkamina is Ilfa and Avaishi. If you remember, we had before a Shailif, an animal jumps and eats from the back of another animal, or an animal just eats from the back of another animal, is that considered Rishos HaYachid or not? Rabbi Yaisi is coming to say a Chiddush, like we said before, that if an animal sticks its head on another animal's back and eats off the other animal's back, that is not considered normal, and that is considered Rishos HaNizik. That's Rabbi Yaisi is coming to add. Rabbi Yaisi, the Machleik is Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Yehuda is the Shailah that we had before, if an animal eats off another animal's back, we had on the mouth. If an animal eats off another animal's back, are you chayev or potter? We had one case that it jumped, one case that it didn't jump, but the point was it wasn't machlaikis if you're chayev or potter. This is the machlaikis, Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Yehuda. Nothing to do with our shayla. So the the Gemara has a machlaikis, Rav and Shmuel, if machzeres is chayev or not, and it has nothing to do with machlaikis of Yaisi and Rabbi Yehuda. That, well, that's the shayla. Is it considered normal or not? Either it would be Karen or it would be you, the, the svar of not normal is a reason that it shouldn't be considered Rishos Rabbim. Since it's not normal for the animal to do that, so it's not standard Rishos Rabbim. The Torah of Rishos Rabbim is that's very normal. But, it, it, but if it's not normal, it's not considered Rishos Rabbim. That seems to be the svar that he's saying. Zok te heilig a Mishnah. Shkarech Abihudah, but you drop early, Yishtabach. Drop early. We're going to do the Mishnah and then we'll uh, do Yishtabach. Zok te heilig a Mishnah. Kelev ve'agdi she'koftsu mereishagag. A guy has a dog or a goat on top of a roof, and the dog or the goat jumped off, and they broke Kalim, you have to pay Nezek Shalem, this is not Karen, this is not strange, dogs and goats jump, it's very normal for them to jump, and Amela, it's considered 
regular uh, regal, and a mela, it's not considered karen. You have to pay nezik shalom. Even though we said before animals don't jump, but these animals do you very normal for an animal, these animals to jump, and a mela, it's considered a muad. Hakelev, we had this case before. Hakelev shenato harara. Hakelev took a, a cookie. Fahalach lagadish, and he went to a gadish. Achalach harari ate the cookie. Vehidlik hagadish, and there was a coal by the cookie. So he burned down the gadish. Alach harari mishalem nezik shalem. Falagadish mishalem chatzin nezik. On the harari you pay nezik shalem. On the gadish you pay chatzin nezik. And the Gemara Daf Chavbeis is going to explain this. We mentioned it briefly once, but the Gemara is going to elaborate on this before. So later on, Dafchot Beis. But we get to the first case was, if a dog jumps off the roof, the halach is Yipein Ezek Shalem. Time of the Kavtsu. The only reason why Yipein Ezek Shalem is because they jumped off the roof. Hanaflu Pater. But let's say they fell off, they accidentally fell off the roof. Apparently, you're going to be Pater because that's considered an Oynes. That's considered Oynes. How are you supposed to know? Your animal's going to fall off the roof. And you're Pater. When you leave your dog on the roof, that's a pshia. Dogs jump. That's considered a pshia. But what happened wasn't a pshia. What happened was an inus. The animal fell off. So we all remember from 5th, 6th, 7th grade. So that's pshia in this Gemara, even though... If, if that's shot in this Gemara, that you're, if it falls off your potter, even though you're a Peshea, because you left your dog on the roof, but Chilasa Yipshia, Vesayfei Bainis is potter. Tanin Amiyachi, the Bryce also says like this, Ha'kela ve'agdi, she'kav t'mirei she'gag, ve'shabra se'kelem, mishalim nezek shalim, if they jumped, you're chayef, naflub turim, if they fell off, you're potter, Chilasa Yipshia, Vesayfei Bainis is potter. Hanei, Chalman Damet, Chilasa Yipshia, Vesayfei Bainis is potter. If you hold, why would you be potter if the animal fell off? You shouldn't have left your animal on the roof. The case was that the kalim are right next to the wall. So if the animals would jump off, they wouldn't land on the kalim. They would land further away. So there's no pshia. Regarding these kalim, there's no pshia. Because the what's normal for the animal is for the animal to jump off. But the animal, if it would have jumped, it would have missed. Because the kalim are right next to the wall. So there's no pshia at all. Because if the animal jumped, it wouldn't have hit it. Reb Zvid says in the name of Rava, sometimes even if the animal falls off, you're chayv. Why? Well, how is it possible if the animal falls off, you're chayv? It's a weak wall. So, Melua, the Gemara explains. What, let's say it's a weak wall. What's the chashash? You should have chap that bricks are going to fall off and smash the kalim. So, Melua, it's considered a pshia anyway, mitzah the wall. The bricks are going to fall off and hit the kalim. So, Mela, that's why you'd be chayev if the animal falls off. Now, the chayev, that's a shver as far, because Lamaisa bricks did not fall off. Saif, saif, lay nafal archi, bricks did not fall off. Vinafalinu, the animals fell. Tchilasa bibshia, vesayve bainusu. Chayev, the same case. You have a bshia because you had a weak wall. Bricks could easily fall off and break the caleb. So, it's considered tchilasa bibshia. But it's saif, bainus, the chayev, the animal fell off. That's an ainus, it's not normal for the animal to fall off. So, the chayev, why do we say you're chayev? We're talking about a very thin wall. So a very thin wall is considered a pshia. Why? Because the animals jump 
on top of the wall. They like to jump, so they jump on top of the wall. And then, since it's very thin, it's very normal for them to fall off. So there, it's considered a pshia even for the animals falling off. If you have a gizunta wall, it's not considered normal for animals to fall off. So mainly, you're going to be potter if an animal fell off. But if it's a thin wall, where it is normal for an animal to fall off, then if the animal falls off, it's considered a pshia. So Allah if you had animals on the roof, if they jump, it's considered a pshia. If they fall, it's considered an aynes. If yot chas b'shiv say b'aynes, it's potter, you'll be potter. If yot chas b'shiv say b'aynes, chayev, you're only potter if the kalim are against the wall. So then, there is no pshia on those kalim, and therefore, if the animal falls off, you will be potter.